This is Crystal Bunch, music director here at KZMU Moab. Recently had a moment to sit down with MB and Abel of the Autopsy Club. The Autopsy Club formed in 2021 and has a very synth rock sound. Very similar to, say, Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, Static X, all of that good 90s feeling rock. Right now they have a single out titled The Oracle. It's an amazing YouTube video to go along with that. When I sat down with MB and Abel, we talked about their music influences. We talked about how and why they decided to form the band when they did. And we talked about what's next from them and so much more. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to KZMU Moab. And a big shout out to MB and Abel of Autopsy Club for taking a moment to sit down and chat with me. For everybody listening eventually to this pre-recorded interview, I am Crystal Bunch, the music director at KZMU Moab, and I have the pleasure of virtually chatting today with MB and Abel from Autopsy Club. Thank you so much, guys, for joining with me today. Well, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. No problem. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. Autopsy Club was something that was not on my radar until Skateboard Marketing was like, hey, check this out. So you're fairly new, formed in 2021. How However, we're not, you guys are not new to the industry. So let's start with where your music career started when you, where that ta-da moment was like, okay, I'm going to do this and kind of how you got to where you are with Autopsy Club today. Back in the, in the 90s, I was in an industrial uh, rock band. I was always playing in bands through high school, junior high school. And uh, this industrial rock band coming out of high school was called Uranium 235. And um, it was in the mid 90s and we were touring with a lot of bigger bands and doing um, different festivals and stuff and uh, that lasted for about seven years and then after that I got into a couple other hard rock bands one being Seventh Void with a couple of guys from the band Typo Negative and the next one A Pale Horse Named Death which is another kind of doom gloom kind of hard rock band with a couple of guys from again Typo Negative so it was kind of a little bit incestuous because we, we knew each other for many years through touring and the same group of people would make different groups and stuff but these bands we did a lot of touring but I was always into electronic rock and industrial coming back and getting back involved with uh, with this type of music was always something I wanted to do and never really had enough time for during all of those years of touring and and then having to go to work and put food on the table and stuff so it just felt like the perfect time to get together with Abel and realize these um these ideas yeah and yes for for me like uh we have sort of a nexus when mb was in uranium i was a you know young 17 year old whippersnapper messing around with sense in my basement i just reached out by email i think uh was the first time i made contact and to my surprise he reached back out to me he i think he called me and we're talking about you know music production i'm like how do i do it how do i get my sounds like yours and it became this uh this long relationship of us talking about synthesizers and rock and making music we're always trading ideas back and forth while he's on tour and i was in another industrial rock group off and on called 16 volt uh throughout the 2000s where i was doing co-writing with that and you know we always had our you know home lives work lives music lives but over the pandemic it kind of coalesced where we're like you want to do something for real and now here we are well i'm really grateful that not that the pandemic happened but that it it kind of made you guys start thinking like hey let's let's really do something because 
the reason we're all brought together, you and I, is because the oracle, we're, you know, talking about the single, the oracle, which was presented to me. And dude, it's rad. And then I checked out the video and I'm like, what is happening? But I grew up in the 90s. So, you know, the bands that you guys are talking about and have been involved with, like those were, that's what I was listening to. So to listen to this single and kind of, you know, it's nostalgic to me, but it's something that the world has been missing in my opinion. So the more of that that gets out there, I'm like stoked about it. So I'm pretty excited. And as far as the Oracle, what else have you guys been doing? What can we look forward to like record release and things like that? Well, I, this project is more of like a pressure off type project Love where it. what we're trying to do is create the best uh, songs that we like anyway, and then release them one by one. They just keep on releasing stuff as they come, as as we make them, we mix them, get them mastered, get them done, and get them out the door and, and, and release them. You know, like, uh, the world came back, so to speak, and we're busy, we're always working or doing something else, and it takes you away from being creative. It's it's hard to be, to write a full record for me personally, and to, to sit and be that prolific and, and be that creative and come up with a full 12, 13 song record takes a lot of time and energy um for me personally and um i think abe would would agree but um so we just thought it would it would be a great idea to come up with great tunes that we think are great anyway and and finish them and put them out one by one so yeah there's a whole pile of ideas because abel is a creative mega force and has tons of ideas that um i'm listening to all the time and as soon like we have one that we'll be writing or we'll be finishing somewhat soon but um yeah there's tons of ideas that's yeah. really cool and oh sorry go ahead uh no sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i think it's really great when people are releasing singles or you know the songs as they come and maybe even the eps because for people like me my attention span you know, it's, maybe it's not just me, but the world we live in, it's like immediate demand, you know? And when we're waiting a year or two for an album, sometimes stuff is forgotten about, or you're like, oh yeah, I haven't checked in with that. So releasing that stuff as you get it done is it's kind of like, hey, still here. Hey, still here. Hey, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much where we came to the conclusion because MV and I, we're kind of yin and yang where... I will do something and I'll, I'll do like three or four ideas in an afternoon and put it on a shared drive that we have. And then MB will obsess over them and he'll pull the song out of it. And it, it's really an interesting way to collaborate. And I think it's the best of both worlds. And it does lead right back into polishing an idea and getting it out there and putting it on the map and then going to the next idea and building that up. I agree. I think that's really awesome. Um, for anybody out there that's listening to this interview in the future when I air it, how would you explain your music to somebody that's not familiar with it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let MB take a stab at that. <laughs> Electronic rock is like, I think, the nucleus of it at the moment, but nothing is off the table. If you uh, if you understand, it's like, if it's a good idea, if we think it's a good idea, if we're digging on it, then it'll be, and that could be almost anything. But at the moment, what you're hearing is electronic rock. Awesome. Yeah, I I go with that. Uh, electronic rock with various influences from, you know, some classic rock to industrial, because that's sort of where we both kind of cut our teeth was the industrial side of it. But yeah. What would you say some of your music influences were? 
Wow. A hard one, too. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm really into a lot of different music. Everything from, well, when I was a kid, classic rock would be, you know, Zeppelin, Stones, uh, Beatles, you know, that whole thing. And then, and then through the 90s, of course, the whole alternative scene, which also seemed to include electronic music. Like alternative rock wasn't just rock, it seemed at one point. It was, there was so many different styles going on at the same time. And of course, I have to mention bands like Nine Inch Nails and Ministry and KMFDM and, and you know, all those bands. And when I was growing up, Depeche Mode was huge and followed me through my life and um, The Cure. But then I got into metal and punk and some hardcore because all my friends in, in junior high school and high school were into the Brooklyn hardcore scene and punk scene. So I got into some of that. I try to remain open. I'm into a lot of, or not a lot of, but some of even pop stuff. I just try to stay open. What about you? Yeah, I, we definitely coalesce on the uh, on the Nine Inch Nails and Skinny Puppy sort of side of things. But it's, it's pretty open for me. Like even movie soundtracks and uh, TV soundtracks are a big thing in my life. Um, some other influences include uh, uh, Gravity Kills, uh, that harmony between electronic and metal. There's an abrasiveness and sort of a fist raising that happens that gets your blood pumping. And I always love that element of that style of electronic metal and electronic rock. I've seen Gravity Kills in 1999, maybe 2000. And I had never, they weren't on my radar. Back then, you know, it's like you go to the CD store and get your CDs or you wait till the magazine comes out to tell you what's new. They don't, you know, it's not just easily available. And I walked in actually to see Everclear and Gravity Kills was there. And I was like, who is this? So, yeah, it's such, funny. Such a presence. <laughs> I know. the In their stage presence, yeah. like the whole show was so theatrical. I was just blown away. So it's funny you mentioned that. And because... they were in the Seven soundtrack. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and they blew up and it was great. Yeah. You, and, you know, you talk about soundtracks and I think that that's like in the 90s, especially too, again, like, I mean, what, why, why can't we go back to the 90s? But anyway, you know, like you had the Crow soundtrack, you had Seven, um, just like all these different soundtracks that like brought all of all of that music like mainstream but okay awesome well i don't want to take a whole lot of your guys's time i really appreciate you hanging out with me but where can the listeners who will listen to this where can they find your music where can they find more about autopsy club well you know today where you find your music is where you'll find our music basically you can find it on spotify or apple music or title or any of the streaming services that are out there you can find us on every social media outlet practically all the popular ones anyway like facebook and instagram and twitter and all of that stuff yep and to cap it off uh, if you visit autopsyclub.com it's uh straight to the youtube video so you can see the music video awesome i've seen the music video i highly recommend everybody listening to this go check out the music video well thanks so much and being able for hanging in there for my technical difficulties and doing this interview with me i appreciate your time very much and i wish you much greatness i definitely will be following along in the journey thank you so much you're welcome have a, a great pleasure. have a great day thank you bye bye you too bye bye